My brothers and sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you too, go into my vineyard and I will give you what is just. So they went off and he went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around and said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you too, go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to the foreman, summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would be receiving more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner saying, these last ones worked only one hour and you have made them equal to us who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, my friend, I'm not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. If you were to die today, do you know where you would spend eternity? There's a question to catch people's attention. Some of our fellow Christians from other denominations will ask that question on a, on a very, very regular basis, sometimes even every week, or they'll use it as a, a start to a discussion to invite someone to come to know Jesus Christ. For Catholics, it's not something that we talk about often or bring up or even think about. It's amazing, too, that for a large percentage of Catholics who oftentimes don't even understand that the Eucharistic host that we receive at Mass is actually Jesus's body and blood, and not just a symbol. Some of those same people, when talking about eternal life, seem to become theological experts or geniuses and start talking about purgatory, thinking that it's not necessarily an either-or option between heaven and hell, that there's this third option, God's waiting room of purgatory. Just to be clear, it's not. That's as correct as saying communion is just a symbol. But 
before we go down too many different tangents and distract ourselves in all sorts of different directions, that's the question that ultimately every human being will come face to face with. Where will we spend eternity? It affects our priorities, our choices, how we live our lives, our entire worldview. If you're an atheist and you don't believe in God and you don't believe in an afterlife, then this is all there is. And so the desire to maximize pleasure and happiness for as long as possible becomes the focus. And the reality of death or any perceived threat to life can oftentimes result in paralyzing fear. For Christians, our focus is on heaven and on God. And that's why we're here at Mass. Not just to work towards heaven, but as Catholic Christians to experience heaven here on earth as we do receive Jesus' body and blood in the Eucharist. But being human beings with many different things floating in and out of our orbits, with real problems, with all the noise and confusion from the world, it's very easy for us to lose our focus or to focus on the wrong things and to start to miss what's most important and what's essential. That even happens sometimes for people highly involved in the church from time to time. A friend of mine at a Catholic institution in another state was telling me of his frustration that their Catholic institution was working very, very hard to make certain that a Muslim group had this prayer space and this prayer room and all this advertising, making certain that people knew when they were having their prayer times. Yet they were reluctant to talk about Catholic teachings or open a meeting with the sign of the cross or make sure people knew that Mass was celebrated on a regular basis right there in their own building. No doubt that their hearts and minds were very well-intentioned to try to be inclusive and hospitable, but in this instance, the focus was wrong because it came at the expense of what's most important and essential. They failed to realize their Catholic Christian identity in knowing and loving Jesus Christ and encountering him in this particular ministry. Without that, their efforts and their outreach were all diminished in pursuit of those other very noble gestures. But back to the issue at hand, where's our focus? That's something that kind of stands out in this gospel parable. We can get distracted going down all different paths of thought or discussion over all the particulars about Jesus's metaphor. You can get lost in the very human reactions and the sins of jealousy and envy. Why did the later workers get the exact same payment as those who were there all day? Which inevitably come up every time this gospel is proclaimed. You can end up debating a labor dispute rather than getting to the heart of the message of this story. What Jesus wants our focus to be on. That God desires all of us every one of us, to spend eternity with him. And that for Jesus, it's not a matter of when that desire and pursuing that becomes important to each and every one of us. It would be great if 
We were there right from the get-go, like a guy still looking for work that he gets up at the crack of dawn and is happy to be found for a job right away. But Jesus knows his Father's heart, that it's his wish that every human being will respond to the Holy Spirit moving in each and every one of us to come to know and to love God through Jesus. That's a recurring theme that we're even hearing in the reading, all the readings tonight. The prophet Isaiah, in that very first reading, the first words, seek the Lord while he may be found. Paul, in that letter to the Philippians, in that second reading, he sums up things so succinctly by just saying, for to me, life is Christ. That's Jesus' hope in this parable that constantly confounds and surprises and confuses people with its proclamation that everyone eventually will recognize what's most essential, that pursuing eternity, starting now here on earth, knowing and loving Jesus Christ, listening to him, serving him, and all that we do in our daily lives, whether it's in our families, our relationships, at work, in class, that it's what matters the most. That wanting to spend eternity with him, that should be, that has to be our focus. It's of such great importance that he's willing to die for it. He's willing to die for us.